0: Oh my goodness, we have so much to (laughs) talk about on today's roundtable so let's get right to it.
1: Uh, Introductions first are in order on the roundtable today we have Mitch Caesar, former longtime chairman of the Broward Democratic Party and an attorney in Fort Lauderdale. Steven Johnson chairs Miami-Dade County's Black Affairs Advisory Board. He is an attorney with the Lidecker-Diaz firm and president of the 100 Black Men of South Florida and great to have back at the round table rafael yanis a miami attorney and a political analyst again where are my women i keep asking (laughs) this question good morning everyone good
0: morning morning. a
1: lot of attorneys here today
0: we are so glad you are here well mitch caesar you were the top democrat in broward county for years and years when you saw Ron DeSantis suspend scott israel who i think probably is the most powerful elected Democrat in Broward County. Um, What did you think? Is that justified?
2: Well, as Ted has said in the previous segment, I think the problem was systemic. I think there were a lot of problems in the Sheriff's Office, there were questions about the FBI, social services agencies, the Broward County schools, all those were issues. You have to look at it through an optic. Is it a political response? Or is it a legal response to all that went on in the terrible political? Well, Parkland let me jump massacre? in and
0: simply say in his news conference, which I attended and reported on, uh, the sheriff, former sheriff, said this is about politics, not about Parkland. But I'm asking you, I mean, was it about the the job, the failures of BSO at Stoneman Douglas High last February?
2: Well, there's no question there are a lot of failures within the sheriff's office. It's interesting, yesterday in Orlando, with the swearing-in of the new state a GOP chair uh, he referred to the situation and called Israel uh, this is a quote the liberal sheriff he referred to him in that phrase so it makes you wonder how much of this is political
1: uh, well, I think can, can I can I just jump in and say that he appointed Gregory Tony Stephen who is a registered Democrat so does that not sort of bust that argument and the
3: first African-American to hold and the post in, hold in Broward post. County mm-hmm. but uh, to Mitch's point the voters of Broward county elected scott israel and the governor has taken a political opportunity and removed him um it it harkens back to the removal of brenta snipes Mm -hmm. i'm concerned when i'm starting to see governors use that power to remove people that politically they may disagree with
1: but okay so which is a good point except on the same day the governor suspended the okaloosa county school superintendent who for, was elected? Who was elected mm-hmm. for the same, uh, what he cited was the same reasons, which were incompetence, failure of leadership, um, neglect duty. And neglect of duty. duty. And yeah. so, but, you know, whether what some may call political, there is a trail that he has laid out f- of evidence for his actions.
4: So, the neglect of duty angle is where I like to look at the situation. The optics are bad because it is a Republican governor removing an elected Democrat. However, the people of Broward County were not happy with the actions of Scott Israel and the failures of his leadership and his leadership team. And unfortunately, 17 lives were lost on February 14th a year ago. We're almost at that one year anniversary. And none of us can imagine the pain that those families feel because all these systemic failures. You brought up the FBI earlier with Ted Deutsch but we also have the issue with the Broward schools report excuse me Broward school superintendent who they had a troublesome student in their midst and he was just being passed along from administrator to administrator right. and they were even jokes at the school about are you on his list referring to the shooter
1: well, Robert Runsey as superintendent is not an elected position and I think that yeah. the governor was questioning whether he even has yeah, the power but, to but, take action about that
0: but excuse me Andrew Pollock, one of the parents is you know lost a child in that terrible shooting um, you know Andrew Pollock said at BSO headquarters on Friday Robert Runsey is our next target I mean is this that is I would say in a sense a political agenda Mitch what do you think
2: well I would agree with that certainly i I did see the quote where he took credit for both the removal of Sheriff Israel and the appointment of this particular gentleman who I don't know uh, and he also said it's time for Runsey to resign before more or less he said he has yeah. to tangle with me
0: right but but Mr. Runcy, Stephen, here you've got three good lawyers here. You know, Robert Runcie works for the Broward County School so Board. He's That's not correct. an elected official and that avenue, as far as I can tell, you tell me, you lawyers, you know, I, I don't know that the governor, even the governor said, I don't know I have the power
3: to do anything to him. And let's also remember, we're living in a world where it's not about improvement. It feels sort of like it's retribution. IT'S IF YOU'RE GOING TO GO AND TAKE QUOTE UNQUOTE AIM AT ROBERT RUNCY WHO BY ALL es- ESTIMATES HAS DONE A FANTASTIC JOB AS SUPER AS A SUPERINTENDENT OF BROWARD COUNTY SCHOOLS IT, it JUST MEANS THAT the parents or or this particular parent group is looking for quote unquote heads. And I don't know that that's the best way for us to move forward and make our children safer.
1: As devil's advocate, wouldn't they be looking for the heads of the people who didn't do the right jobs?
3: And as 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 I'm often reminded, that's why victims don't get to choose the sentences of, of people. That's what we have courts for. The idea, and, and, and in fact the court just reminded uh, uh, Gover- then Governor Scott of this recently with Brenda Snipes, the idea is you have to give people their day. You have to give. You have to have both sides of the story. We can't just run into this world of up oh, here's an accusation. All right, you're you're gone without hearing then, it all and, the way and out And
1: there is that process through the courts. Brenda Snipes is about to get it, and the sheriff can take that process, take it to the I'm senate. Sure he will. Take it to the But mm-hmm.
4: building on Stephen's point, this isn't just pure politics. But if the governor. It deter- if the governor and his legal team determine he doesn't have the authority under this law to remove Robert Runsey, then the parents need to mobilize against the Broward County School Board. Well, That's- they already
0: tried in the August election Correct. and they really did, did not succeed. But one of them was elected. Well, one, uh, you know, Lori Alledeff uh, was elected, two other incumbents. But, but um, also
2: you have to remember she was elected to a single-member district, which was right. more or less Parkland and Coral Springs, right. Right. which was ground zero for the kids you know, being uh, impacted, yeah. both the survivors and, and the unfortunate parents of those who passed.
0: Mitch, just let's sort of get it on the record here and correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't think I am. The, the fact is, historically and under Florida statutes, A governor may Mm -hmm. remove an elected official for malfeasance, misfeasance, uh, neglect of duty, drunkenness, and some other specific charges, An arrest for a serious crime, a felony, Mm -hmm. or an indictment. In the case of Scott Israel, none of that. I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't think... N- any of that applied and even
4: the chair of the Public Safety Commission. Neglect of duty applies when you have all these Broward Sheriff's officers yes. saying that they were not trained.
1: You know what? Can we let's pick this up in a couple of minutes. Yeah. We really have to get to a break and it's a very good question to explore. Stay with <laughs> us. We will be right back. Yeah. Welcome back to The Roundtable. Just picking up where we left off last segment about talking about the process and the suspension that Sheriff Israel is going to fight. Mitch Caesar, do you think the sheriff would have had a different outcome had he taken responsibility, maybe apologized, instead of over and over again over the past year, including in a CNN town hall to Jake Tapper, saying, I've given amazing leadership, that these were people who did things, they've gone rogue, this is not my doing. The, sort of that hubris if that wasn't there and that that kind of is Scott Israel for better or worse had he taken responsibility had he apologized do you think the outcome for him might have been different
2: absolutely I think his um, response to the media um, in hindsight was not good uh, I don't think this whole issue would have reached the crescendo and, and the remedy that's been sought had he not done that I think also had the uh, uh, first uh, BSO officer who stayed outside gone in, I also think the result would have been different. First, certainly, the two things in combination, I think, uh, brought us to this day.
0: Uh, Raphael, let me ask you there are some legal remedies available to Scott Israel. Uh, one of them is to go to the Florida Senate, which would sort of have a what would amount to a trial that the Florida Senate is controlled by the Republican Party. Correct. I don't see much success there if he goes that route.
4: I don't think he'll have a sympathetic audience but he is entitled to due process. So if he decides to challenge the suspension along the route that the Constitution and the state of Florida allows him to then he needs to have his day in front of them. Now again the optics are bad which Stephen pointed out earlier, because of the Republican-Democrat divide, kind County being the most Democratic county in the state of Florida, so I I don't think he has any sympathetic audience to please Case but to. But he's got federal
0: or state code, Stephen. Yeah. Court. I mean, he can certainly pursue it that way.
3: He can, but let let me say this because I don't want to be the guy who was on TV defending Scott Israel because I don't think that's my <laughs> point. I'm a little concerned, however, when the governor comes in and starts removing elected officials. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned because like it or, or or don't like it the the people of of Broward county had their say they'll have their say mm-hmm. again and each and every time that we do this we sort of walk down a slippery slope where i assure you this will not be the first time that a governor takes office and starts removing everybody that he thinks he can get away with removing
4: let me draw uh, a parallel to your point because not in the not so distant past we had governor scott at the time Remove uh, David Di Pietro mm-hmm. from yes. a public health board in Broward, yep. and David Di Pietro rightfully went to the courts, challenged it, and obtained a quo warranto mm-hmm. hearing. And the judge asked the governor's office and and some poor attorneys representing the governor mm-hmm. to to show cause. Quo warranto literally means show cause, and you do not want to be on the receiving end of that That's order right. from a judge. Right. And, and David Di Pietro got his job. He back. He got his job back, and then resigned afterwards, yes. and and rightfully so, and went back to private practice. So the right. checks
1: and balances exist. Well, with uh, Dr. Brenda Snipes, who was in court this week in Tallahassee, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the judge's ruling was she must get a process, and she's going to have a process to appeal her suspension. But Mitch, she retired. I mean, does, is there going to be a Dr. Brenda Snipes back at election? headquarters and even with this ruling what I, would does be that su-
2: I would be surprised um, not based on the case just knowing Dr. Snipes as I do uh, it was a 15 page federal judge opinion in which the court basically said you've provided no remedy to Dr. Snipes yeah. and you have to give her a chance to respond uh, as you said she submitted a resignation letter for early January uh, I viewed this move by Rick Scott simply as vindictive uh, and basically, now, costing the taxpayers a lot of money, how to let the resignation stay, which was Dr. Snipe's choice. And they will decide uh, before the end of March uh, what her fate will be. All right, if I can, let's
0: sort of shift the focus here to something strictly political, and that is the job that Governor Ron DeSantis is doing. <laughs> I'm going to say, and I'm not here to endorse or praise anybody in public life, I think he's had a remarkably good week. He did. Uh, a number of things that I, I were surprising to me. Uh, I think you know, when he said, uh, well, he appointed Judge Barbara Lagoa from the mm-hmm. Third District Court of Appeal first Supreme Court of Cuban-American woman on the state Supreme Court. She's conservative but extremely well qualified. That was kind of a coup. That was a and, good thing. And,
3: and as a Miami lawyer, I'm always happy to see a member of the third DCA make it to the Florida Supreme Court. I would have still wished for a, a, a person of color if only because the, the Supreme Court was losing that, was losing, that, that yes. diversity. Um, Ron DeSantis went right to work. He dispensed with the parade and started firing people left and right. It was actually good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he told the whole Southwater Florida Management District, yeah. uh, "Listen, can you guys do something else?" Well, he been, was well, like resign, uh, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> I want you to I, do something I say, else.
1: The uh, the governor had a, a list of 11 that uh, possible judge picks mm-hmm. submitted to him by the Judicial Qualifying Commission. There were no people of color on that list. On that list, that's right. And and the governor this week had had said, "Listen, I, this would not have been my choice, but this is my duty. So I guess we can't." talk about it's not his issue that there was no people of color on the list of 11 and, he and that, that was an egregious oversight and they before he got the, to this. Right? Yeah. So, right, right, right,
3: So, so yeah. he, he certainly, he certainly has taken some steps to show that he wants to be governor of all Floridians and for that I, I, I will say I am moderately impressed. I, I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm just moderately impressed, but but that's i also huge. i am also it is it is well way overdue but i'm also looking and 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 watching all of the the infighting amongst amongst the republicans with with him removing all scott's last minute uh... choices too i think that's great now i will have the popcorn ready so to can watch you, wait, r- wait can, we,
1: can we take a, a quick break sure. before hold we on, do this hold hold okay? your thought Raphael. Oh, i gotta go to those breaks stay tuned <laughs> we'll be
3: right back <laughs> Welcome back
0: to the Roundtable. We have Raphael Yanni, Stephen Johnson, and Mitch Caesar. And Raphael, let me ask you, um, some, many of the things the governor said on his inaugural address, Glenna was there covering it for us, uh, about the environment, I thought, from a guy who did not have a sterling record in Congress for environmental votes, you know, he is going to oil, uh, he has a, a desire to have no offshore oil drilling off the coast of florida get rid of fracking Mm -hmm. you know and then he is appointing a office of resilience with a chief science officer i mean this is a hundred
4: and eighty degrees from rick scott
1: can can i just say how low have the standards gotten when you're surprised by that
4: (laughs) well to to your point it's refreshing you know, it's a glass of ice water for those of us who are in hell uh, on the Republican side who who were, were looking at science dismissed, were looking at, you know, sea rise uh, occurring, who worried if you were going to see marine life die and our ecosystem impacted, because let's not forget the BP oil spill of summer 2010. Uh, there are still communities that have not fully recovered in the Gulf Coast, not just in Florida, but seeing anti fracking moves by a Republican governor right. to your point though, he was not a friend of big sugar when he was in Congress
0: right. and refused to take their money yeah.
4: yes. and then when he was running, he tripled down on mm-hmm. his anti big sugar stand, which is odd because they they normally are friendly to both sides. They, they try to keep friends out everywhere. So seeing, seeing uh, Ron DeSantis take this move is refreshing. But you- that's where
2: I have a concern, because I read an account yesterday, the day before, that his inaugural committee took money from U.S. Sugar, and the state Republican Party has now taken money from Sugar. What, so for the inaugural parties, the events? Yes, uh, yeah. yes, that's an account I actually no. read. Now, I applaud him on that, because if you remember, Rick Scott said you can't use the word climate change. Right. So that, that's a plus, and I'd like to be somewhat optimistic. What I'm pessimistic about, which was not addressed except from things we've seen, is Amendment 4 and Mm -hmm. registering uh, felons and giving them back their voting rights. He has discussed quite at length about a lot of things that he thinks the legislature should be doing which could be considered obstacles not clarifications. That concerns me.
0: But they are being registered. I mean this this past week Uh, I don't know the count, but thousands of former felons went into Department of Supervisor of Elections offices and registered to vote.
3: It's it's kudos to Christina White. She got right on it. Miami dade uh Supervisor of Elections. I know that the Miami dade chapter of the NAACP ran a whole week of events. Um everyone has been proactive getting folks registered. I've been on online and I've seen it ALL OVER SOCIAL MEDIA. WHATEVER the, the, THE GOVERNOR DECIDES TO GET AROUND TO DOING, AND CLEARLY I AGREE WITH MITCH, AND, and SOME OF THIS STUFF SOUNDS LIKE OBSTACLES TO ME. Um, I LOVE THE FACT THAT Our supervisors of elections are taking the steps to do the right thing and to enforce what the will of the people were in the state of Florida, Mm -hmm. and that is restoring the vote to to those who had lost it. Returning citizens, they call them.
1: Yeah, what Amendment 4 had that no other amendment in recent years that had been voted upon, such as marijuana law, that uh, conservation, Mm -hmm. environmental conservation did not have, was a hard date. It had a date. The date was this week, Tuesday, Mm -hmm. it came, it started, and there was nothing that had to be done to implement it.
2: Well, that's exactly right. They viewed it as self-executing, mm-hmm. where some Republican members of the legislature and the governor do not, and I think that's the real issue. But I applaud all the supervisor elections. They've taken it very seriously. Remember, it has to pass by over 60%. It did well beyond that. Okay. They said, this is the will of the people. Let's go.
0: Let's, go. Yeah. Let's uh, kind of turn our focus, at least for a couple of minutes here, to there are more than 16,000 federal employees in the state of Florida and thank goodness they're there, they are working, Coast Guards men and women, TSA screeners, weather scientists, all kinds of people whom we normally don't see except, well, maybe at the airport, Uh, air traffic controllers. Thank goodness they are at work and my goodness, they're not being paid. It's, right. just, it's just really offensive. We
4: need to extend our gratitude to every federal employee, particularly those at the lower wage, hourly wage level, uh, who are even subcontractors in many cases and not pure employees or, or exempt we need to extend our gratitude to them that they're still showing up to work but uh, one area with three attorneys here that I, I would be remiss if i didn't discuss are the federal courts mm-hmm. due process does not stop just because congress and the president cannot yeah. get their their um, act together but the
0: immigration courts yeah. are really backed yeah. up they're because, backed up in
4: a normal day well, well they're backed <laughs> Good up I and mean, they're
0: particularly yeah. backed up because you can't you know they have motions apparently in front of immigration judges Yes. And they can't, you know, even when there was a
3: scheduled hearing, they can't get in front of the judge. And I did speak to one federal judge who said, we're a couple weeks away from seeing the federal court slowdown. Right.
2: What do you
1: think, Mitch? And that was a couple weeks ago, by the way.
3: Yeah. Who,
2: nobody knows, certainly the president doesn't, you know, I look at this as more or less a very horrible publicity stunt. He says it's a national security crisis. What he has is a political crisis. Mm -hmm. And the reason he went on TV the other day is he's trying to hold his Republicans in check. You know, Democrats only need four votes to cross over in the U.S. Senate, and they've already had three that have said they will vote immediately to end the shutdown and begin discussions. There's a fourth who's already leaning that way, uh, the new uh, senator from West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And if she comes over, uh, he loses the vote. So I think he was looking for the constituencies to start going after their own electeds to say stay with the president, stay with the president. He started this fight
3: because of Breitbart. Let's say that now. He, f- he started this fight because he heard that that's what the people wanted to see. That's disgusting.
4: He campaigned on it for two years. But to fight so now, he, he had his own congress for Republicans, two, Republicans, two years. Republicans I think it says a lot that his own Congress didn't push it forward. His own Congress didn't push this Here's issue. the question. You're, you're
1: going to hate this. We are out of time. <laughs> no, I, why do I have to be the to bad guy? <laughs> really. Thank you for a great roundtable. Thank Rafael you, gentlemen. Liani,